Oh, Doug, <laughs> great. I was really, I was really here kind of like, damn, yo, we, we in the weeds of the, of the night. No, dog, that, let me tell you, because I got off work at seven. So that saying 10.08 really kind of was like, I was like, damn, we, I done wasted three hours trying to just getting set up. So much, much better. I actually kind of, you know what we need in general? We're going to need, and you could actually start the second camera whenever you're ready. All right, check, check, one, two, one, two, check, check, one, two, one, two. This is your boy, Rich, and I would like to welcome y'all to a brand new podcast. This is some new content coming from me specifically. This is called the Applying Logic Podcast. I want to welcome everybody. Obviously, anyone here right now is a first-time listener because this is something new, and I am going to be playing with the concept a little bit just until I can iron it out, get it all straight situated, but I want to thank anybody who's locked in and listening right now. If you are strictly listening to the audio... This content's all going to be uploaded at Logic Promotions' YouTube page. So if you're already subscribed there, you'll be able to see it. If not, go ahead, lock in, subscribe now to catch all of the new content coming from this particular uh, brand and the stuff that's already on there. For those of you who have been following me already, you know I'm, I did the Guys Unpacked podcast with my boy Dre, DJ Hazard. That is still a thing. That is still happening. We have not recorded in a little while because, you know, life happens and we've been lifing. So we have not been able to get together and uh, put out some new episodes. But trust me, they are coming. We already talked about it. Might even be one this week as long as we can make the schedules work. But the Guys Unpacked podcast is still a thing. Going to be also recorded right here at the Soundbang Entertainment Studios. Shout to the homie White Boy, the DJ, for allowing us to use his space. But in addition... To the, to the Guys Unpacked podcast, I got something that's been a pet project of mine that I finally decided to pull the trigger on, get it off the ground. It is called the Applying Logic Podcast, um, and this is going to be just me. This is my baby. It is not going to be all the same topics as Guys Unpacked. Yes, there's going to be some overload. Yes, there's going to be some of the things that may need a little bit extra sauce on it, might require a different opinion, etc. So, but the core of the work is going to be me. It's going to be what's on my mind. I'm going to get a little bit of chance to express myself in things that are near and dear to my heart. So thank anybody for locking in with us today, or well, with me today. I keep saying us because I'm so used to being uh, working alongside Dre. Shouts to the homie. Um, real quick, if, like I said, the Logic Promotions page, actually, before I get to that, this weekend, you know, I got to shout the Hooky Life crew out. This weekend, we got Wineback happening at Ivy City Smokehouse. You know, Wineback, 20 years of music, the, your favorite, your favorite throwback party going down in the DMV. It's going down at Ivy City Smokehouse, 1356 Oakey Street, Northeast DC. If you ever been to Wineback, you know it's the best old school vibes you could get in the DMV. It's a reminisce kind of party. It's taking you back to days when parties was good, back to like the old bashment basement days where... You just came out to flex, you know what I'm saying? You had no no hookahs, no no sections, no none of that. You just come out early and you just party all night. So it's going down this Saturday, November 11th. It's going to feature DJ Kareem out of the Virgin Islands, Giovanni from the DMV, and of course the Hookie Boys, 
DJ Mystic Vibe 6.0. That's your boy Hector C, your boy DJ Lex. So it's going to be a time. You can get your tickets right now at hookylife.com. That's www.hookylife.com. Log on, get them tickets right now. The business is out the way. Um, real quick, I mentioned the Logic Promotions page. That is a page that I use to um, post all of my videos, all of my uh, recap videos that I do from different events. And um, if you are already following that page, thank you. If you are not, go ahead, subscribe. You know, it is the best, easiest way to support your boy. It's free. You just got to click subscribe, tap the bell for alerts, all that good stuff. If you're on that page, the video content from this podcast will be uploaded up there. So by all means, go log on and you can enjoy this. It's going to be listed kind of separately, but this is where the episode of this podcast are going to be um, posted. And with that said, it's going to give you a kind of a vibe of where I'm going with some of this stuff. So we are going to start with the direct connection to that. That page has all, like I told you, has all of the recap videos that I've shot, whether it was like paid recap or whatever, just stuff that, that I, I enjoyed doing. Um, and we all know what's coming up next for the people in the Caribbean community. The next stop um, is Trinidad. And I don't know if y'all have been looking at tickets. I don't know if you guys have all your stuff situated, your hotel, your car, your flight, all of that good stuff. But the Trinidad Carnival tickets have been a little outrageous this year. Um, it's probably the most expensive I've seen the plane tickets going to Trinidad. I still haven't gotten mine yet. So I'm actually, this is one of the few years I'm not 100% sure I'm even going to make it just because it's starting to look a little bit unreasonable um, even for me. Now, that being said, I may still make it out there. That is the plan I would like to, but I'm not going to I'm not going to hold myself to that right now. And for those of you who are going, I'm sure y'all all have noticed the increase in ticket prices has been crazy. So for any first timers planning a trip to Trinidad, I'm just telling you, you know, be cautious. If you have not booked certain things yet, I'm just getting you prepared for the sticker shock right now. A lot of tickets I'm seeing from here DC and from New York are, you know, thousand, thirteen, fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars round trip, depending on the dates you're able to go. Uh, I know a couple of friends of mine just recently bought tickets for eleven and thirteen hundred dollars, which has not been the price in years past. But like since the pandemic, I haven't seen any reasonably priced tickets to Trinidad, to be honest with you. So you add that to the cost of uh, the hotel stay, your transportation around the island, whether you're renting a car or getting a driver, the cost of FET tickets, which I'm going to tell you from even me looking at my favorite events that have come out so far, the price of FET tickets is a little outrageous. Um, and then play in mass. If you plan on playing mass, that's also pricey. So just telling you to be prepared. You're going to put some money down if you're planning on going to Trinidad this year, especially if you haven't actually made the purchases yet. Um, like I said, I know I would like to go. I am planning on going. We'll see if that actually comes to pass when the time gets here. I'm going to go through um, the events that I'm looking forward to if I actually make it to Trinidad this year because based on like what I went to last year, I have a few things that are must attend. They've been must attend for years now. Um, some newer ones and some things that I've had my eye on and said, yo, I, I got I, I to reach that. So the goal, 
ideally the itinerary for me, I get to Trinidad next year. I would like to get there in time for Stink and Dutty. Every video, picture, every f- bit of feedback I've gotten about Stink and Dutty, um, it, it looked like a vibe. I, I can't say enough about how much I actually want to attend that party. It, normally it's the Sunday before I reach usually. So if it's the same time this year, it you know I have to plan to get there a little bit earlier, but uh, I definitely want to hit that event. Um, I went to, I went in a little early last year, and I went to Bacchanal weekend, and it was cool. Caesar's Army it was a cool vibe. I I don't know that I would go back this year. It was one of those things I wanted to go to, wanted to experience. I did it, got it out the way, and like I said, it was fun, but it doesn't warrant me flying in a little early. In fact. If I do go in that weekend at all, which is, again, looking highly unlikely, I would actually want to hit um, the Panorama Semis. I didn't go, but the people who went looked like they had a time. Every video looked great. So uh, that might be the thing that makes it to my list for um, 2024 or 2025. I might go If I go in early, I would want to hit Pan Semis. Um, after that, normally the Monday I chill. Um, Tuesday is Kess. Uh, it's the party has, di- has had different names. I think it's Is We now. I know it used to be Tuesday on the Rocks. I um I went that last year. It was a good it was a good little vibe. I had a good time. Um, it was in South, and anybody who know me knows I stay in South, so it was an easy a easy commute. I don't know that I'm pressed to go again this year, but it's one of those things if I'm there, I might hit it. It was, like I said, it was fun. It was a very, it was a good concert vibe. Um, Kess performed forever, like put on a good show as always, but not something that's on my top 10 list of things to get to. Wednesday, DDI, Scorch Down the Islands, Boat Ride. That is a must. Um, Shout to my homegirl, Kim. If you're listening, <laughs> my homegirl wheels, little inside joke, but anybody who knows me and knows Kim, they understand why that boat ride is a vibe, So, uh, and I'm going to leave it at that. But yeah, Scorch DDI boat ride, if you can get tickets to that, that's a, that to me is a must attend. Thursday morning, AM Beach, uh, all-inclusive breakfast fet, Caesar's Army, another one that I can't miss. Um, so... Always got a good, uh, always has a good concert. Um, so it's always like some top artists performing. I think last year was Nyla, Skinny, Bungie. Um, food is good. Drinks are flowing. It's on the beach. Like, I, I really don't have any complaints. Love it. Caesar's Army, AM Beach. So I will be there if, um, if I go. New party went to last year. Lyrical and Ding Dong did a boat ride. Um, pure White. I think it was sponsored by Hennessy. So it was a lot of Hennessy White on the boat. Um, if y'all know me, you know I'm not a Henny drinker. I don't. I believe Henny White is overrated. <laughs> I'm not a fan. But the boat ride itself was a vibe. You know what I mean? Nice all-white boat ride. Lero on the boat. Ding Dong on the boat. A couple other artists was on there too. Like It was a nice Thursday vibe. Even after like getting done with AM Beach, getting home, showering, changing, making it out to that good vibe definitely would, would make that one again friday morning sunrise breakfast fat and now so you see where i'm going like monday was my chill day and and it would be again 
And then I start from Tuesday. So Tuesday is Kess, Wednesday, uh, DDI, Thursday, two parties. Friday morning, Sun Nation, Sunrise, Breakfast Fet. Um, little on the pricey side, but for the execution, I thought it was worth it. I would absolutely go again this year. For the execution on that event, would 100% go again. If you went, I'm sure you have the same or similar thought. If you didn't enjoy it, I don't know what to tell you. Like, Sunrise Breakfast Fet was a vibe. Pretty woman everywhere. They really did a good job. The food was great. Um, Sun Nation is a Jamaican promotion company, so they will play a little bit of dance hall. But it wasn't even bad. I don't, I don't even mind it. Like, I'm over that fight and debate and argument about dance hall being played during carnival. Like, it was a vibe. So Sun Nation, Sunrise Breakfast Fed. I'm definitely, I would definitely do that again. Saturday is what it is. Saturday morning is Ambush, the Juve Experience, Caesar's Army. Saturday afternoon, Soka Brainwash. Um, I ain't got to say too much about either one of those. Yeah, all right. If you don't know what those are, then you don't really need to be going to that carnival. Like Saturday morning, Caesar's Army Ambush. Saturday evening, Soka Brainwash. And I think Soka Brainwash might already be sold out. So if you don't have tickets, then now you're in scalper zone. Now you're in, in Fed Ticket Hunger Games looking for resale tickets. So just keep that in mind. Keeping it on Private Ryan, he actually threw a... Uh, evening juve last year uh, called um, Imagine Elements of Juve. And it was like paint, powder, mud. And he did a really good job for a first year event. Um, they gave out a lot. If you've been to Soka Brainwash, you know he always gives out um, some dope cups, some dope um, merch associated with the event, whatever the theme is that year. And for elements, he gave out things that were elements of Juve. Like there was job job horns, there was pitchforks, there was um the 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 wristbands lit up, the cups lit up. Everything had a light up glowing element to it. And so at the party it looked dope. Now it wasn't a moving Juve like like um ambushes. It was in a parking lot. Um was that parking lot? Yeah it wasn't basically in a parking lot. But they had like the the paint and the powder and the mud. And then there was the water trucks set up on either side of you and water hoses set up from the stage. So during the party, you got sprayed down with water the whole time. It was a great setup. Uh, I liked the way you did it. Great event. Absolutely going back next year, um, this year. And then, of course, you know, Monday and Tuesday is mass. So those were my events for last year, Trinidad Carnival. If you have some parties that you went to that I didn't go to that you think was an absolute must attend, you know, feel free to let me know, drop me a text, shoot me a message. Um, but those are mine. If you want the list that I think would get you guaranteed vibes start to finish, that's that's my those are my suggestions. But again, like I said, the expenses, once you can navigate that, you uh once you navigate the expenses, then I think the next step, everything else is gravy at that point. <clears throat> Also this year, what did I do? I did Melee. Um, I did Melee again. I did it the first year, Melee Destinations out in Cancun. And, you know, Marshall and Tribe put it together again this year. They tried to do the boat ride. For those of you that know about Melee, it started originally. It was going to be a boat ride. The pandemic shut that down. Not a boat ride. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was going to be a cruise. The pandemic shut that down because, you know, people wasn't cruising during the pandemic. So then they decided to do the... Um, destination and they took it to cancun the moon palace resort in cancun 
um, Seoul Inclusive Resort. And that was actually a vibe. Because um, it didn't feel like like a, a retread or a copy of Uber Soka. It felt like its own thing. And I had a blast the first year. Um, this year, however, well, all right. This year, I still had a blast, but I noticed a significant drop off in attendance. Like it was not nearly as many people. It last the first year, I believe it sold out with like a month to go before the event. This this time, there were tickets sold up until like the last minute. And and being there, you saw that there were significantly fewer people, but it was still a good time. The people who were there still had a blast. It was still a vibe. Some people preferred that it was less people. Um, so next year we'll see. I may do it again. I may I may do that again next year, or I may try to do something else. I haven't quite decided yet. But melee was fun. Marshall put on an amazing performance. Um, he had Buju this year. Buju was a vibe. Like the artists, the DJs, everybody put on a great show. So I would I would absolutely. It, it's it's on my it's on my list, but I'm not guaranteed I'm gonna go this year. Uh. And then it was Miami. And we all know what Miami Carnival is, right? So Miami was a little a little a little different this year. A lot of so to start with, quite a few events had um problems with getting shut down. Thursday, two parties, uh Lyrical had his party, uh Happy Place, Entice, Skinny Fabulous Party. Both got shut down. They ended up having to do a combined party afterwards. Then I heard a couple other events um, got shut down. I can't remember the names. So it was a weird year in Miami because like first you started with the just problem. It was problematic getting certain things done. Um, there was problems with some of the bands on the parade route. I heard like one band got none of their trucks through. Um, so they were just, the masqueraders were just on the route for Juve without a, a drinks truck or a music truck. Um, just a lot of little things. So it was a it was a a different year this year for Miami. I'm not sure what the what caused those problems, what what the the licensing or the the getting the permits was. I don't know if I don't know what it was. If from what I was I heard it was some like last minute stuff that came up that the the promoters were not aware of that caused the parties to get shut down. If that's the case, that's very unfortunate because I feel like the city, knowing what the the permits and the restrictions are, should get that information to the promoters as early as possible so that they can be in compliance. Because I'm sure, the, I know for a fact the promoters want to be in compliance with whatever they have to, to get their events put on in the best way possible so they don't have to deal with rescheduling, issuing refunds, because that's a financial burden. It makes the party unsuccessful, no matter how many people you get there, because the cost of moving the days, changing everything around, getting a different venue, it, it, it makes it difficult for the party to be profitable. So I, I hope next year that we don't have those or similar problems with those events. But um, aside from that, though, Miami was fun. The parties I went to, fortunately, were not the ones that, that experienced those issues. Um, of course, I went to Hookie, but but I'm biased, so I'm not going to give a review of Hookie. I will say Citrus. Citrus was a top-notch experience. I, It has been in years past. I know there was a couple of years where there were some snafus and some issues that people mentioned. 
Um, I did not have those issues this year. Everything went off without a hitch. Got there early. The entry was smooth. Everywhere had food. Food was available. Drinks were flowing. Like I never stood in line for very long to get either food or a drink. Just a great time. They threw it like, like when they advertised the party, it was Patrice Roberts' performance. So we bought the tickets for, you know, with the Patrice Roberts' performance. Like two days before we got there, we saw the addition of Kerwin. So it's like we bought the tickets with one thing in mind and then got additional that we were not expecting. So it was great. Both of them performed great. Like I have zero complaints about Citrus. Absolutely will be back there next year. Um, <clears throat> I want to talk about, I want to talk about the road experience a little bit um, for Carnival this year. So of course I, for anybody who knows me, you know, I played mass with Ramesh. I always do. And again, because of my bias, I'm not going to, actually touch on or talk about the Ramage experience. If you played Master Ramage, you already know what it is. So I don't have to get into that with you guys. I did have a problem though with the actual road experience. I don't know what the solution is, but there was so many non-masqueraders in the band so many stormers if you will that it is taking away from the experience for the masqueraders to have to navigate through all of those non-masqueraders um it was a problem with labor day in new york <clears throat> now for those of you familiar labor day in new york is on eastern parkway it's on the road and for years and years and years there's been it's been dealing with one thing or the next, controversy, violence on the parkway, et cetera. So in the years post-pandemic, it has struggled to get a full, decent parade back on the road. And the pandemic changes a lot of those things. We all understand. But even pre-pandemic, New York faced an issue with the amount of people who were non-masqueraders that always felt like the road was theirs. So the masqueraders would be spending five, six, seven hundred dollars on their costume and everything to be on the road with the average, with anybody from Brooklyn or anybody who went up to Eastern Parkway that day that decided to jump on the road and, and storm the band. And because they felt like, well, this parade is, we've always done this. We could always just get on the road and that this is what it's about. Not realizing that that's not actually what it's about. Like those bands were actually competing those bands were actually trying to win band of the year. The competition involves you presenting your, your, you displaying your presentation in front of the judges, uninhibited, like unobstructed by just random people on the street out of costume. The people paid their money to play mass in this band. Those DJs were hired. Those trucks were built for the masqueraders. So the people who come out to spectate, they came out to see the masqueraders on the street. They didn't come out to see y'all just having a good time this year it was it wasn't even a parade like like eastern parkway this year i said was the best free party in was the best free caribbean party in all of america you could walk up to eastern parkway you could get on the road and you could 
jump up behind any truck you want to, and then you could get to the end and go back and jump up behind the next truck. So if you was a, a, a any person, citizen, patron in Brooklyn, you had a time. That said, I was up there for a little bit, and I did not see three costumes. I got to the point I left. Um, I didn't play mass this year, but I just I just went up there because I was actually leaving that day, and it looked terrible to me just to see crowds and crowds of people in the street, no actual costumes, no pretty masks, no nothing. But if that's what it is, then that's fine. That's what it is. It's out to the public, the police, the security, the uh, New York Carnival Committee has decided they're not going to try to stop people from being in the street, or they've decided that the, it's too many people, so it's not worth it to try to stop them. Great, whatever. Miami, though, you are in a back like alleyway on that um, fairgrounds where you're not even parading for the public per se. So the trade-off the masqueraders get by not parading for the public is the idea that we're doing this because it keeps us in a safe environment that we are just not also masquerading with a bunch of stormers, a bunch of non-masqueraders. So if I'm, all, if I'm not parading for people in the street, then at least keep the non-masqueraders out the band. They didn't do that this year it looked terrible by the time you got close to the judging point. Um, if that is going to be the route that Miami Carnival is going, I see it getting to the point where it is equated to New York, where people are not going to feel, because a lot of people don't see the sense of paying money to play mass in New York right now, because you could just walk up there and get on the road for free and have the same good time. If Miami doesn't get a whole, get control of the storm situation and keep manage to keep them out of the bands. I don't know how long it'll take, but I, I foresee it getting to the same place that New York got to. I don't want it to get there. I like playing mass. I'm a mass person. I love playing mass. I will spend my money and play mass. So I would hate to see Miami go the route that, has, that New York has gone, where Eastern Parkway is for all intents and purposes just for show. It's just a big street party. It's not a carnival parade. I don't consider that a carnival parade anymore. I would never spend money to play mass on Eastern Parkway. I don't care how nice the costumes are. So um, that's how I felt about Miami Carnival this year. Hopefully it, it, it gets better. Hopefully it's not a continuing thing. Um, and the last thing I will say regarding Miami Carnival, and this is a small, small thing, and maybe it's a, it's just my personal feelings on this. Um, I didn't make it to this party. It was Stink and Dutty. It happened uh, the Monday after the parade. And there was one clip going around of uh, some sexy red song being played and some other hip hop song being played. Why boy don't laugh, uh, being played at the party. Um, and again, when I saw the when I, I saw the comments of people saying, "Oh, the party was still good," "Oh, it was it was just for a few minutes," blah blah blah, all this other stuff. Cool, I get all of that. Um, I'm a die on this hill. There is never a time, DJs, I need y'all to hear me. There is never an appropriate time at a soca fet, especially a juve style soca fet like Stink and Dutty, to play sexy red. Okay, like I, I don't I don't know another more clear way to say that. 
I understand some DJs, they get in their bag, they get cute, they, they start to try to think outside the box, they have some songs they want to throw out there, and they want to they show their versatility, blah, 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 we're trying to make the carnival more inclusive, we're trying to play, you know, we have some Americans in the crowd and X, Y, Z, and I hear you. There is never an appropriate time to play any sexy red song at any soca fete. Ever, ever, ever. There are parties that you can play that at. There are parties that are open format. You have your parties that'll play a little bit, that'll advertise as a little bit of everything. Um, save that for then. Don't don't play that. Don't 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 play no more sexy red in any in any big soca fete. Um, and, and DJs in general, please. Can y'all? I'm not even trying to get get on on the DJs for too much today, but. Just this one last thing. Can y'all please play the genre it, that the party's advertised as? Like, if if you're playing for a juve, they have so much juve music you could play. Um, play that genre. If you're playing a back-in-times fet, I don't want to hear no music from last year or the year before, like, because you run out of things. If you're playing a fet called... Simply Soka, Soka Brainwash, SSS, Secret Soka Society. That's not the time to get cute and try to mix in some Afrobeat. That's not the time to, to try to mix in some dancehall. And I don't even mind dancehall in a party. I don't. I really don't. But I'm like, if, I'm, if I as a promoter go through the process of advertising and marketing my party a certain way, and you know the party you're booked for, I expect you to prepare to play for that particular event. There's more than enough music, so that that's all on that. Because you know, I just kind of, I just kind of beat up DJs from time to time. Well, not be less. I know, I know, I put a lot of blame on DJs for a lot of things, and it's always funny because a lot of my friends are DJs, um, and it's usually not their fault. But sometimes you just have to put the blame on them for certain things that they do and don't do. So that's it. That's it on that. That's my last, my last bit of DJ slander today. <sighs> Finally. On this, because you know, I got a little list of things I want to get through for this inaugural episode. I'm not, I'm not freestyling a lot of. Well, I, I am freestyling, but I have a, a format. Things I have to get through before, before I get done with this first episode. Um, Soka artist. Last year, the issue that I noticed was a lot of you waited until January to put out your music, and then a lot of your music didn't even come out until. Like right before, like like some of you waited till the very, very, very last minute, right before Carnival, still dropping music, still dropping new songs. And so a lot of us patrons were blaming DJs for not playing the new music when, while that was true, some of you artists were partially to blame. If you would put your music out a little bit earlier, start releasing your songs. And let me be fair, you all have been doing that this year. So I'm not, I'm not, um... I'm not, I'm, I am saying that I'm seeing that it looks like the issue is being, is being addressed this year. But a lot of you last year put your music out very late. And by putting it out so late, the patrons didn't really know it. The DJs didn't get a chance to really even get comfortable with the music and playing it in them settings. And then by the time they get to Trinidad, they just got to play what they're comfortable playing. So if you can, you know, 
make a conscious effort. You have whole year. You have the entire year to write, organize your writers, organize your rhythms, get with your producers, etc. Start to put your music out a little earlier so that it can get a good run. It can, it can get into the rotation. The DJs can get familiar with it. They can start to play in some of the parties before Carnival. We not, I got to tell you, a couple of big, big tunes dropped right before we was getting ready to leave for Carnival next year. And if, it's, if that's when your song is debuting, it's late. Even when you are a big artist, even when you have a big following, sometimes it's still too late to be dropping songs that late and expect them to get a good run in that Carnival season. So... You have time now. It's November. This is your time. Don't wait till January 1st to bombard DJs with new music because it is also hard for them to sift through all that new music starting January 1st and actually get comfortable and pick apart, pick out the good songs from the trash when everybody is sending, when they're getting 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 songs starting January 1st. So if all you can, please... Um, Put out some music a little bit earlier, let people get a chance to really enjoy it leading up to the carnival season. So that is my rant. That is my, uh, those are my thoughts regarding this past carnival season, the things coming up. Um, like I said before, the page, it's logic. It's the logic promotions, uh, YouTube page. If you are watching this, if you're watching the video, then you're already here. Go ahead and click subscribe. Again, it is the best, easiest way to support your boy. It's absolutely free. YouTube is free. Subscribing is free. Like You ain't got to spend no money to show a little bit of support. And if you're not there yet, if you're listening to this audio, then this video is either up already or will be up on the Logic Promotions YouTube page. So by all means, feel free to go do the thing I said before. Go ahead and subscribe and you'll get all the new content on there. And you can check out the recap videos I have on there from previous parties that I've done. Now, getting into my nerd segment of this, this is some of the things that I was not able to do or not even not able to do. I couldn't do on, on uh, Guys Unpacked. Um, because this is really just my thing. You know what I'm saying? These are, these are the things that I, I get into and I enjoy. And I understand that this, this isn't necessarily Dre's bag. So you won't get a lot of this on the Guys Unpacked page. But, but I get a chance to really get into some of my favorite stuff right now. And that is all things in the nerd world. Well, not all things in the nerd world. Let me take that back. Right now we're dealing with, with a couple of my favorite things. We go into Marvel and we're talking video games real quick. So if that's not your thing, if, you don't, if you're not into the MCU, if you're not into Marvel movies, TV shows and all that other stuff, thanks for listening. <laughs> you could go ahead and cut this off now if you only listen for the carnival stuff. For those of you who wasn't into that and this is your bag, welcome. This is Applying Logic Podcast. And for everybody who like it all, great. Thank you guys for sticking around. <laughs> um, so, honestly, uh, I gotta, I gotta first, I gotta first shout out the MCU. Um, for those of you who've been following Marvel and, and even just Marvel, but like movies in general for the for the last few years, you know that Marvel movies, which I will say are some of my favorite movies, some of my favorite content, Marvel movies, TV shows, etc. Um, I look forward to all of it, and it has taken a dip in quality in the last few years. Now. I am not here to do breakdowns of episodes and go through Easter eggs and all that other stuff. I, I just 
just simply don't have the time to to dig that deep into that content. Um, if that is the, your thing and you like that, check out um, Screen Crush with Ryan Airy. Um, this YouTube page is Screen Crush. Breakdowns, Easter egg videos, theories, all of that. So I will tell you, I get all my stuff watching watching that channel. So um, if that's what you're looking for, check them out. Great resource. Um, there's a few others, uh, Emergency Awesome, New Rockstar, stuff like that. But my favorite is Screen Crush, so I will always cape for Screen Crush. Um, but these are just my thoughts on the things. Very, very high level, not even going deep into, into the, the backstory and the comic lore and all of this other stuff. Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Marvel Studios, has it hit a peak with Endgame and since then has been obviously struggling to put out like consistently great content. And so I have to shout them out for Loki season two. Um, if you have not been watching, uh, I suggest you, you go binge it right now. It is available on Disney Plus and it has been a ride. Um, after Endgame, WandaVision and Loki were the two shining stars um, for the MCU. It was great television. I loved both shows. They, they had me excited about things to come. And then I, I, I don't think anything has been able to get me to that level of excitement. Um, I liked Spider-Man No Way Home. It was cool. I didn't hate Multiverse of Madness. I didn't hate Quantumania. I did not hate... Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy three was good. I did not hate Ragnarok. I didn't hate anything. I, I didn't care for Eternals. Um, and then there were the TV shows, and Moon Knight was meh. I like. I'm sorry. I liked Shang Chi. Moon Knight was meh. Um, Werewolf by Night was cool, but that was like a one shot kind of movie deal, and um. And then there was Secret Invasion. Oh, Miss Marvel was okay. Secret Invasion was the first thing I would say was just bad, was, was like, was trash. And I don't even have the time or the effort or the energy to really sit here and bash Secret Invasion properly because, quite frankly, everybody has done it. It's all the critics, Rotten Tomatoes, all that stuff, right? So that's not what this is about. But that was a low point for me as a viewer with the MCU. Loki Season 2 has absolutely restored my faith like in their ability to put out good programming so i am excited for the finale that is this thursday i hope they do it well i hope they do it right i hope it leads to bigger things if it doesn't i will be here next week to talk trash about them <laughs> that's that's the only way i can put it like if they if they've built it up this five episodes and then let me down next week i'm gonna I'm talk trash about it next week um which i also don't like this six episode run they're doing like i feel like at six episodes you're kind of being lazy you know like you have you should have the content to get me at least 10 episodes of a show where i feel six episodes is kind of rushed but that's a formula they've been going with so i'm not going to sit here and and judge them on it sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't it absolutely did not work in secret invasion but so far it's working in loki it worked i think wandavision was like eight but it worked in wandavision whatever the format was um but all that to, all that being said there are 
so many major problems going on with the MCU right now that even with Loki season two being as great as it has been, I just don't know that my slightly restored faith is going to be rewarded because there's a lot. Like, obviously, um, the the elephant in the room is Jonathan Majors, uh, and he is their main... He was supposed to be, or is supposed to be as of this recording, the main villain leading into the, the multiverse saga, the, the Kang Dynasty secret, war, secret Wars. And there's talk now that they're going to have to recast, not recast him, not even talking about recasting him. They're talking about dropping him altogether and just changing it around. And there's a rumor that they're going to be going with Dr. Doom as the main villain, which I hope they don't just make that change randomly. I would rather they just recast him. Um, I would actually rather they don't recast him, but I understand that the studio has to make decisions, blah, blah, blah. He's in trouble with the law. So, you know, they got to do what they got to do. It's the way the TV thing works, right? So I've made my peace with that. Jonathan may just may get recast. It is a shame because he did, he has been doing such a great job as Kang, uh, He Who Remains, Victor Timely, like every one of those roles he has absolutely crushed. So to have him replaced would is just feels like a shame, but if it happens, it happens. You know, we got to do what we, they have to do what they have to do. Um, that said, you have that to deal with the, the question of what do you do with him? Do you recast him? Do you just change the direction you're going all together? Do you bring in a different villain? You have shows like daredevil, which was scheduled to come out and you had to scrap it and go back into a reshoot, which I don't, mind because i would prefer they get it right because let me be clear oh and this was another one that i skipped she hulk absolute trash hated she hulk hated everything about it hated the finale i i she hulk had no redeeming qualities for me and one of the worst most egregious parts of she hulk to me was the inclusion of daredevil and the way they changed that character so so drastically from how he started now, if you were one of the Netflix fans of Marvel and you remember the the Daredevil Netflix series and how that started and how he came out and it was dark, it was gritty, it was fun, but it was violent. It was, it was a very different show from what the MCU was doing, but it worked. That was great. So that... That version of Daredevil that was in She-Hulk, while it matched the tone of She-Hulk, it did not match the tone of what Daredevil was when it came out. And it was weird to me to watch. Like the walk of shame, the yellow and red suit, all looked all looked crazy to me. So um, I was glad that they were going to, that they scrapped that to like redo it. Hopefully they're realizing, hey, this was a mistake and this wasn't well received. So maybe we should go back to the Netflix tone. If they do that, great. Um, and it looks like they might because the trailer for Echo came out and you see Daredevil in the trailer in one of the clips and Echo looks like one of the old Netflix shows like the Punisher, Daredevil, Jessica Jones kind of vibe, just kind of gritty, dark, violent, like, and I like that. So... I had no expectations for Echo, none whatsoever. So when I saw that trailer, I was like, yo, this might actually be a, a decent show. 
But even Echo is giving me questions because they're releasing that all at once, which if you have been paying attention with Marvel, they don't release stuff all at once like that. They typically do week-to-week releases. Um, So the fact that they're saying now, we're not even going to give you a week-to-week, we're just going to drop it all the same day, let you binge it, I feel like that's showing a lack of confidence in the show. And I've also seen trailers that looked great and then the show itself didn't deliver. So while I will say the trailer looks great, I'm not... I am not going to, I'm not holding my breath that it's a great show, but I will watch it. Um, and that brings us to the next movie, The Marvels. It's not, it's not doing well in pre-sales and they're thinking it's going to do terrible in the movie theaters. Now I'm going to go see it because I go see all Marvel shows. I'm going to go see it opening night if I can. But I'm also not confident that it's going to be great, you know, so... So by the time, by the next episode, I'll be able to give you guys a review or at least my take on the Marvels, whether it was good, bad, or indifferent. Um, But I'm hoping that it actually lives up, not even lives up to the hype because there's no hype behind it. I'm hoping it can help re-energize and rejuvenate the MCU because I'm really a big fan of Marvel. I'm a big fan of everything that they've done, obviously leading up to Endgame. I think they've struggled since Endgame to find their footing. And I hope that 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 is not the sign of things to come in the future, that this is just the the slow death of the MCU and that they can write this shit. Because like I said, Loki season two has been great. They just announced that What If, if you were a fan of What If, like I was, that What If season two is dropping before the end of the year and Echo looks good. So maybe with them pulling back Daredevil, scrapping some of the projects that don't look good, they can get they can write the ship and get things back on track. So this is my nerd moment. I needed to take a moment to get some of this off of my chest. So I'm excited for these MCU things. If you are excited to uh, leave a comment, let me know how you feel about it. Let me know if you're interested in any of this stuff or what other movies coming out in 2024 you're looking forward to. Because I am I'm a movie person. I'm glad movies are back. I'm glad that the studios are making good films. I need them to. I would like them to resolve this. Uh, actor strike because I know that they just resolved the writer's strike hopefully they can resolve this uh, SAG Astra strike soon and the writers can get back to work and not the writers the actors can get back to work and get back to promoting the movies because eventually we're going to run out of things to watch once the things that have already been recorded are no longer available to us so producers please pay your actors like you paid your writers and let's get them back to work um that being said I think that's it for my nerd stuff. Is it? Uh, no. Real quick, Spider-Man. Um, if you play video games, I I am I am not done with it. I kind of just started the game like last week, but love it. I loved the first Spider-Man. I loved the Miles Morales version. I thought the first Spider-Man was better than Miles Morales, but I loved them both. And this one has not disappointed. Probably my favorite so far. I'm very early into the game, not deep into the story yet, so I can't give a full review and feedback from it. Um, you can check out my boy Logical Gamers, my boy Daryl. He does a live stream um, of the game, and he does his own reviews, so you can follow him on Instagram. But I don't do the Twitch, the, the live streaming of the games and stuff like that, so you're not getting that from me. What you might get is a review when the game is done. And right now I will tell you Spider-Man is a must-own just the 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 game itself the gameplay is amazing the story is always great 
Um, I love the fact that there is the main mission, but you can just spend time swinging around the city, fighting criminals, like just solve it, just fighting crime while you try to level up. So um, big fan of the game. Glad it came out. Modern Warfare 3 is getting ready to drop soon. Um, ladies, your, your guys, if your guys play games, they're going to be busy <laughs> when that drops. So just prep yourself. Um, if you love him, buy him the game. Like don't even don't don't make him go out and get it for himself. Just go ahead and get it for him. Um, it I I cannot wait. I think it's November. I think it's this weekend it comes out. So yeah, starting next week you're gonna see a lot of occupied people. Like a lot of folks just not <laughs> gonna be spending a lot of their free time in front of the TV. And I'm here for it. So so I think that's it for my nerd stuff. I'm going through my yeah. That was about it. That was about it. So yo, I want to thank you guys for rocking with me on this first episode um next week i'm gonna i'm going to try my best to be able to be consistent and do this weekly so if, if you enjoyed it let me know if you did not enjoy it you can also let me know that um i'm going to tailor this this is going to be something that i tailor and tweak as it goes along it will continue to be my thoughts it will be continue it will continue to be things that i love and i'm interested in but i'm also always willing to discuss the things that you guys want to hear me talk about. Also, I will, we are still going to be doing guys unpack. That's still going to be everything. It's been the, the trending stuff, the controversial stuff, the BS, that's still going to be a fun time with my boy Dre. This is good. This is going to be different content. So by all means, follow this page, follow the guys unpack page. Um, and yeah, like subscribe, you know, you can follow me at logic promotions on Instagram um and this page applied the applied logic podcast appliedlogic.com no no i'm sorry not dot com i don't have a website yet i should get a website right i'll get to that um <laughs> now i'm just playing so it's going to be applied logic on applied logic pod on instagram go ahead follow that page subscribe to the inst subscribe to the youtube page Follow me on all the social media platforms. You know the deal. You know the drill. Subscribe, like on all that good stuff. Uh, and I think that's it. And, you know, in the words of Hove, and these are my final thoughts uh, today. In the words of Hove, a wise, a wise man told me, don't argue with fools. I can only control what I say. I can't control what you receive. So if you're confused, ask. Don't assume. And with that, I am out. Y'all have a good night.